This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the fourth Sunday of Easter, Good Shepherd Sunday, the 3rd of May. On this Good Shepherd Sunday, the World Day of Prayer for Vocations to the Priesthood and Religious Life, I'd like to begin with something autobiographical, because my mind goes back to the moment 37 years ago this month, when I was ordained a deacon in the seminary chapel by Bishop Casey. I remember vividly his homily, because he used the incident of Jesus meeting Peter after the resurrection, in which he asks Peter three times, do you love me? And he explained in beautifully simple but profound terms that all of the theological training you receive and all of the carefully worded questions of the ordination ceremony boil down to that single question that is put to us by Jesus. Do you love me? Five years prior to that, I also vividly remember sitting in front of the same bishop with his counsellors as I was being questioned as to why they should accept me as a candidate for the priesthood. I knew that they would ask me why I wanted to be a priest, and so I had rehearsed the answer, to save my soul and to save the souls of others. It was rehearsed, but not insincere. And that objective still remains the aim of my life and the lives of all the priests that I know. The first thing that God asks of anyone is that we should be the best possible person and be the best at what we're doing so that we can arrive at heaven. Our first task is to be holy so that we may get to heaven. And that goes for whether we're a priest, married person, engaged, widowed, single man or woman. What comes first is that we strive to live according to the state of life we are in and be credible witnesses to the world right where God has placed us. Another personal thought comes to my mind on this Good Shepherd Sunday, when on my ordination day as a priest, 36 years ago next month, one of these sisters who had taught me at school gave me a small card, on the reverse of which she'd written some words of St Peter. Make God's call and choice of you a daily experience. I've kept that card in my breviary to remind me that we cannot free wheel, we cannot tread water in our vocation, that we can never take it for granted. We either go forwards or back, we either swim or we sink, we can't tread water in life, especially so in these days of lockdown. Daily we need to renew that moment when we said to God, Serviam, I will serve. Today we're reminded in the lovely icon painted for us by St John in his Gospel that Jesus is a shepherd who cares for us, his sheep, with an intimate concern. This care for the flock continues through the ministry of the priests of God's church, his bishops and priests. To be a shepherd after the heart of Christ requires not only the daily renewal of that I will, the yes which we pronounced at the beginning, it requires a complete configuration of our being and our personality to that 
of the eternal high priest, Jesus Christ. Many people today are surprised and amazed when someone gives their life for Christ and his church. Indeed, many people are amazed even when someone wants to commit to a life of total self-giving in marriage. They say it's not natural, and they're right, because it's supernatural. There's a conversation I love, allegedly, between Napoleon and the great Cardinal Consalvi, who was the Secretary of State for Pope Pius VII. The Emperor said, I will destroy the Church. The Cardinal reposted, but the clergy have been doing that for the last 2,000 years, and they still haven't succeeded. All of us know, and perhaps have witnessed, what happens when that desire to be more like Christ each day is not our motivating force. We all know what happens when we allow boredom, routine and lukewarmness to set in. We lose a sense of enthusiasm and a sense of purpose in our lives. The call to all of us is to be daily renewed in our faith and in our vocation. And in this we have to rely upon each other. I've said before often that priests need the example of their people. Seeing their people live lives in fidelity to their vocation, in order to help us remain faithful to ours. We all have similar temptations. We all have the same forces trying to draw us away from what we've promised. Chaucer wrote some very powerful lines in this regard in the Parson's Tale. He was a model his flock could understand, for first he did, and afterward he taught, that precept from the gospel he had caught. And he added as a metaphor thereto, if the gold rusts, what will the iron do? For if a priest is foul, in whom we trust, no wonder a layman shows a little rust. A priest should take to heart the shameful scene of shepherds filthy while the sheep are clean. Something so consoling and reassuring for clergy and for people is that when a priest goes to the altar each day, when he goes to pray, he takes his people with him. And that's ever so true in these days since the lockdown, when we've been as priests alone at the altar alone praying in our churches. But of course we're not alone. Pope Francis reminded us of this in his homily at the Chrism Mass of 2013. He said, the sacred robes of the high priest were rich in symbolism. One such symbolism is that the names of the children of Israel were engraved on the precious stones mounted on the shoulder pieces of the ephod, the ancestor of our present-day chasuble six on the right shoulder piece and six on that of the left. The names of the 12 tribes of Israel were also engraved on the breastplate. This means that the priest celebrates by carrying on his shoulders the people entrusted to his care and bearing their names written in his heart. When we put on our vestments, it might well make us feel upon our shoulders and in our hearts the burdens and the faces of our faithful people, our saints and martyrs, of whom there are very many in these times. 
At least I find this a great comfort that together we can pray and support one another in the daily task of living within the flock that Christ leads, guided by shepherds on earth and supported from above with the love of the mother of the eternal high priest who is helping us to remain faithful to what we have all promised. Let us pray. Almighty, ever-living God, lead us to a share in the joys of heaven so that the humble flock may reach where the brave shepherd has gone before who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen.